This is for the nerds, this is for the brainiacs, this is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back, you ain't gonna touch me, you not gonna do nothing, you are not above me, I bet you wish you was me, I know it, I know. What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Only Friends podcast on this fantastic Friday. Let's get it popping, baby. Oh, my God. I'm joined as always. Conrad. Let's get it popping. Wow. He didn't wear sleeves. Summer is upon us. It's sleeveless Friday. Sleeve monster got him. I I have a very intimate relationship with the sleeve monster. We, uh, We know each other very well. Uh, it's very warm out there now, right? I'm I'm missing it. It's cold here. Did you kill someone? Who's on your couch? Ooh, who's on your couch? Got a dead body back there. Who is wow. on that couch? <laughs> my nephew, Eric. That's my uh, nephew Eric. He's uh, uh now it's Eric. He's resting. You know, yeah, it's hard, oh, resting. Hard being a young man these days. Taking a long rest. I think Chin knows all about resting. As we're an hour late to start this pod. At least I showed up. Melissa didn't even come last time. <laughs> <laughs> she straight up just didn't even. She's like, I'm not. I, am I really needed? Yeah, I mean, that was. That was we had a girl. We had to call in Swan last minute. Wow, you can't even say her Swan. Swan, and that was planned. Did it right. So you guys that had a female planned. voice that day. As long as you have one I, to balance out all this excessive ball looks, dangling and whatever the hell you guys do. Excessive looks. I think it's I think it's remarkable that we start this podcast afternoon every single day, and twice in one week we've had two people sleep through it. You're draining us, man. People work outside of the podcast. You know we have double jobs. I know. Yeah. No. I I I get it. That uh that extra five or seven hours a week is fucking brutal. Lord knows I have nothing but time on my hands, so I'm just out here. You know, you're over there traveling the out. world, playing poker, having doubles, double streams. You're chilling. What's yeah, up? Get, giving away paid tickets. Stacks Life to give is good. Tickets away. Come on. Life is so good. Jesus, uh, having people over, job. sleeping let, on the couch. Let them know. I'll, I'll do it. Sex bots. I, I was up at six thirty this morning making these ribs. We should have made them yesterday. Yeah. No, <laughs> we can't make them yesterday. Come on, man. We gotta have fresh ribs. All right. Well, there we go. Well, let's not let's not spoil our. Uh, the meat of the podcast, ah, yeah, if yeah, you yeah. will. Oh. We don't want to. We don't want to spoil. Well, I mean, if we didn't get yeah. this pod started soon enough, the meat was about to spoil. Hey, <laughs> hey acknowledge my joke. Acknowledge my joke. We don't want to. <laughs> okay. Oh, that, that was like, he's so funny. I hate oh. you. I need new friends. Wow. We're auditioning. He made a joke. That was really good. Berkey's so different than his public persona. Oh Wait, my gosh, you hey so guys, funny. great news. Great news. Auditions are open for the Only Friends podcast. I'm and the first seat open summer. is this one. The one right next right to there. me, which is Berkey's. Oh shit, he's mad. Oh man, I can't breathe. It's out of breathe. focus. Um, all right, let's, this is let's, our best intro this, so far. Let's get this yeah. party started. <laughs> I like let's this get intro. this party started. All right. First and foremost, uh, let's, let's kick off with a little bit of poker news. So this is impossible to ignore, of course. <laughs> the one and only Phil Hellmuth, the brat, made, uh, I believe it was a 25K PLO yesterday, or maybe it was a 15K PLO, whatever. He made a PLO final table uh, at the USPO, finished fourth, uh, and in the process, seemed to not make very many friends along the way. Jeremy Osmus put a tweet out yesterday saying something in the regards to uh is it just me or is everybody you cut off Burke. Seriously, grow up and learn to lose like a man being heated i get but disrespect you consistently show to your peers is unreal um and the what he was referencing here was a bit of a blow up versus chino ream when helmuth busted fourth i think we have a clip of that uh via poker go twitter yeah, and Kempton just telling him his hand. Jack five with less cross. I like five, five, five's your money. Oh, What's going on right now? He limped and it's on you. Chino with a really good raising hand. Yeah, oh, and look, this is just so validating for Phil as yeah. he limps and now repots. Chino made it a buck 15 from the big. I mean, he's not suited, but this hand is very well connected, so there's nothing he can do but just call and try to get any piece. 
he gets any piece of this flop, he is going with it. He does have Helmuth well covered here. Yeah. 730 in the middle, so Helmuth will be all in if he chooses to stuff it. And Come that on. 1087 That's texture is not terrific for Helmuth's aces as he moves all in and brace yourselves. Yeah. This fucking idiot. I want to play with him the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> 350,000 again with this fucking garbage. Chino flops the, the joint. How the fuck do I finish fourth? <laughs> this fucking guy is the worst fucking player ever. Puts 250 with eights and fours. This fucking flops the nuts. He doesn't deserve it. He's trying to put the mush on you here. He doesn't fucking deserve it. This fucking horrendous <laughs> play. Mm -hmm. He doesn't understand math. <laughs> I want to fucking throw up. <laughs> I have to move in every flop. Good game, Phil. Good game. Yeah. What the fuck? Well, well played, buddy. Chino <laughs> 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 completely unaffected by the diatribe. Oh, to my stomach. Ugh. The fucking worst fucking player has all the fucking chips. Gets himself trapped for 350 fucking thousand. Why? And why put a fucking penny in? Mm. I hope well, he doesn't beat himself up too badly for I thought you played good. Fourth yeah. place finish for the now, legendary now Phil Helmuth. This is the now three. We, now this, fun, this is, we got our money's worth there. there. <laughs> 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 that guy that guy can make a fucking exit if I've ever seen one. I mean that's classic. Uh, <laughs> it's classic, it's also classless. What do you what do you guys think about uh this Helmuthian behavior that he's so well known for? I don't know. This is this is Phil Helmuth, the one we came to know and love for all these years. He's not going to change now. Like we've seen this for over a decade. It's it's who he is, and we've. I think at this point we've accepted it. Is it rude? Yeah, it's a little rude to Chino Reen, but I don't think he like crossed the line to the point where he talked about anything outside the table. Like which when he been... said he was going to burn the building down. Okay, but he, you know, that's not to Chino Reen. Like right. it's to you know the world. Yeah, but much no, it was better. Anthony Zeno. <laughs> much better. Oh, it's a Zeno. Yeah. All right. I mean, he posted yeah. a picture with. So <laughs> that's funny too. The sequence of events prior to that event, he posted a picture with Zeno and said, uh, "I'm in the Poker Go studio with my friend Anthony Zeno. People think I don't like him because the last time we played together, I said I was going to burn this. Never mind." <laughs> I mean, I mean, how that's much of the it thing. is an I, I act? Think, I think he. I think in, there's a moment where he just sees red. I, I don't think he means these things. Like, you don't think it's like put on, he's not like doing it for show. Like he actually feels that way in the I moment. I think he feels that way in the moment. Like he really just like, he gets hot and we've seen it where he loses a pot, starts cursing, whatever in the heads up challenge, then just goes nuts for a Does couple minutes. Does he do it during, uh, to Rex or is he's, he's done it to Rex yeah, before at it. WSOP. We've seen videos Idiot of from that. Northern Europe. <laughs> no, but that wasn't a wreck. Oh, no, that's right. No, yeah, if he's European. But he's, I've seen him do it to recreationals on, you know, this was a while ago when they used to tape, uh, like, the first beginning days of WSOP and show a lot of coverage from Helmuth. Uh, but I, I just think that this is Helmuth. Like, we've accepted this. It does make good TV. Does, do the players have to kind of endure a little bit? Definitely. And is it fair for the players Probably not, but it's it's kind of what we sign up for when we play against Helmuth. We all I, I laugh. I don't think he's going to change. We all laugh at it. Like we all we all enjoy it. We, I just we think get it's a good, kind of a good. Like, I think Helmuth is the only one that could get away with right. it, kind of thing. Like exactly. it's like if it's someone else, if like if, if one of us goes of, over there, calls Chino Reem fucking idiot, like right. that looks terrible. But if it's a like, whole bunch of people just started doing that, and then it would be like okay. Yeah, I think like, it's just a Helmuth thing. Do you think yeah. that it's? people will recognize that only he's allowed to do it? Or do you think people will try to imitate it? I think pros will recognize that. It's only people Phil Helmuth's going to- in the past kind of try to- But, but only Helmuth's going to get the pass. I don't yeah, think anyone exactly. else is going to get the pass. Exactly. And is he even getting a pass well. anymore? Like, and, like, yeah, I mean, Jeremy, he doesn't get Jeremy banned from blasted anywhere. Him, but I don't think- Other people would be snap banned if they said they were going to burn the building down. Yeah, They've yeah. been banned mm -hmm. for much less. Yeah. I mean, they would at least get a penalty. For sure. But he gets laughed and chewed. I mean, I, you know, whatever. If everyone's going to say I'm being too sensitive. I just think it's not. Uh, it's just sort of immature, but whatever. It is. It's, he is who he is. Hi, um, I'd like to report an Over it. There's no point in it. It's the Rio Convention Center. 
Okay, what? What's going on? What is this? He's, he's reporting a crime at the convention this, this Greg center goes on. Yeah, yeah he, he, he uses, harassment. He uses the, the I'm going to burn this place down footage and makes a bit out of it. It's, <laughs> it's hilarious if you haven't seen it. Um, my take on this is that if it disappeared tomorrow, no, all the people that are complaining wouldn't be happier. Uh, I, I don't think Helmuth is detracting away I don't think from anyone would really miss it, though. Really? think? I would miss it. I mean, the general I would miss it, too, miss yeah. It, for sure. Like, we're talking about it because it's funny. And it's, it's interesting. It's not like being in Chino's shoes uh, feels bad. I also right? think... Like, I've be, busted Helmuth out of, a, out of an event and gotten verbally abused like this. Like, it's entertaining as fuck. It's not a camera thing, too. Like I think I told no, you. No, I busted him out of the 10K tag team. <laughs> yeah, uh, with no one around, and it was like it was him and uh, Cantu on the team, and I I hit a gut shot on the river, and we get it all in, and he's screaming for Cantu to come see what happened, because he like flop top set and slow played it, and I got there with a gut shot and just like donk jammed all in on the river. He's like, Cantu, Cantu, come here. You, you won't believe what this idiot did. Like, he's just berating me. I'm just like, yeah, see it, Phil. Chin, I think you nailed, you nailed it when you said that, like, this, this is who he is, but, like, in that moment. Because you hear so many people say, it's just an act. I've met him. He's such a nice guy. He takes pictures with me and, you know, fans and that kind of stuff. But, like, maybe that's just he is a nice guy overall. He's a nice guy. He's, you know, enjoyable person. But then in that moment, he loses his mind. Yeah, and then and then goes back to being a nice guy. And afterwards. I kind of and I there's a little bit of me that just like respects it, where it's just like at least he's himself and not being like a yeah. fake guy, where he's just like nice hand, man, nice hand, mm -hmm. taps the table and walks like bro, like like fuck you, like, <laughs> like all right, cool. You like, respect the passion. I respect the passion. Yeah, he's he kind of takes it far a little bit, but like yeah. I respect the fact that he loves the game after 30, yeah. 40 years of playing and still like. As rich as he is, hits some idiot from Pittsburgh hits a, hits a gut <laughs> shot, and he's just like can't do. Like you know, like I res I respect it as it's better than like everyone being so freaking nice all the time. Oh, you're so great at poker. Oh, I love the way you solve that problem. Like fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, got that. Sometimes sometimes you gotta hit him with. Uh, you give her that one back. <laughs> You know, the joke's got to fly. Um, all right, moving. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, so I guess he did apologize to Osmus or whatever. But the, the real news of this story is that he, after finishing fourth in yesterday's PLO event, uh, today, I believe, was the 25K PLO event. He final tables again. So he actually makes back-to-back. -back. Scott Seaver made back-to-back -back the day prior, um, getting, I believe, second place Got second uh, yesterday. Yeah. Um, so we are seeing like a lot of these deep runs. It, it's, uh, it, he, he also tweeted at Doug yesterday saying something along the lines of, um, you say that I'm this overrated player and that I'm the number luckiest, one luckiest of all time. time. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's true, the low. but, uh, maybe you just don't understand. And then he put his stats up. He's like eight final tables in the last 39 events or something on white magic. The, I, this is what I'm saying. The guy, he does it. I don't know how. He has white no magic. solvers. He doesn't know. He just it knows, the, white he magic, knows baby. the spots. He kn he's got white magic. He has the magic. He has the secrets. He has the secrets. Secret. I respect that. <laughs> See, I respect the, the white magic. Yeah, like we can all make fun of can't it. Learn but it's it. like at you can't some learn point. White magic. At some point, it's like, is it really just the luckiest of all time? Maybe a little bit, but he also has some sauce. He has some sauce in there. He understands. I think that, like, at some point, we have to acknowledge that, even if he's making a lot of chippy V errors, which he for sure is. Uh, he certainly understands the ICM element. Maybe not scientifically speaking, but like he has a very good feel and sense for uh, the importance of ICM and how to navigate those murky waters where risk is disincentivized. And, you know, maybe it's just like uh, tight is right. When it's all said and done at the end of the day, like maybe it's just very beneficial to be a little bit nitty and a little bit unhinged at the same time. He does know the time to go off. He, he's like, 
I know the time. That three deuce offsuit heads up, three bet, bop, bop, bet, bet, bet. It was just the right time. I, I, I stopped questioning it two years ago. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know, man. He just, that's it. He proved, he proved himself. He wins. He still wins bracelets. I haven't won no bracelet. I study every day. <laughs> I know it's, it's white magic. The you can't learn it. You cannot it, learn white it magic. It cannot be learned. It cannot no. be duplicated. It could only be won. Hmm? That's it, Berkey. We can't, we can't fight it. Stop fighting it. Well, there is a theory that if you complain a lot, it makes you run good. Maybe, oh. maybe he's tapping into that in game. That's like some sort of a, a astrological thing. I don't know. <laughs> no, there's definitely something to be said for winding it in. Yeah. It's moan uh, it in. It, it's yeah. It's a foolproof plan. If you just bitch and moan enough about how unfortunate you've been getting, the deck will correct itself. Yeah. It'll help you out a little bit in a time of need. This is ridiculous. Please. It's true. Stop it. <laughs> he just doesn't want you're us to share the secret. Conrad. Yeah, you're, you're too optimistic. You, you got to be more pessimistic there, and wind it in a little more. I'm glad I don't in. have too many friends. I don't have to like, listen to too many whines. <laughs> All your friends are in this room. Exactly. Most <laughs> don't play poker. <laughs> All right, shifting gears a little bit. Um, we've seen a lot of moves taking place at the NFL level over the last two or three weeks or so. Um, and it kind of begs the question... Is the NFL kind of shifting more into what we see in fantasy sports? I mean, I think that there's already been 12 to 15 big moves this offseason, and there's still a lot of other um, pending situations that that are out there. Number or most notably, I should say, uh, Baker Mayfield and uh, Kyler Murray, uh, the quarterback of the Arizona Cardinals. They are disgruntled in their current situation both first rounders uh both have had pro bowl-esque seasons so uh there will certainly be a lot of news for them in the near future but already this season we've seen uh off the top of my head 12 major signings by other teams uh we've seen matt ryan uh leave atlanta for the colts we've seen carson wentz get traded to washington uh, Devontae Adams has now left Green Bay. Um, Tyreek Hill was the most recent, leaving Kansas City to go to the Dolphins, and they gave up a boatload for him. Uh, where the Chiefs seem to be invested in Juju Smith, RIP, a man that I am a huge fan of uh, as a Pittsburgh Steeler, although I would say that he underperformed in the number one wide receiver role. So it'll be interesting to see how things shake out with him and. Uh, Patrick Mahomes in KC. Um, we've also seen uh, Deshaun Watson now get signed by the Cleveland Browns, which is creating that tension between uh, Baker Mayfield, their former one, number one draft pick, and the organization. He's looking to get out. Uh, Amari Cooper got traded or left Dallas uh, for the Raiders. Uh, Khalil Mack leaves Chicago. Um, Von Miller goes to Buffalo. Uh, there's someone else I'm forgetting, I believe. Quarterbacks. Mr. Oh, Mariota. <laughs> yeah, Mariota goes to um where did he go? Mariota went to Atlanta. Atlanta, that's right. Yep. Uh and then finally Mitch Trubisky, who the Steelers signed as seemingly the replacement for uh Roethlisberger. We've already spoken about this a little bit in a previous show. But there seems to be a lot of grumblings that if available, they would pounce on Baker Mayfield from the Browns. Now, Only man, if as a fellow Yinzer, huh? Only if he's released. They don't want to pay anything for him. They don't want right. to give up anything. Right. Right. But that right. could very well happen. Um, right? That could very well happen. Yeah, I think there's a pretty high probability. Uh, right? He's not exactly super proven. And, uh, you know, first-round busts are a dime a dozen in this league. Like I said, the Steelers already have two rostered in their quarterback holster between Trubisky and uh, why is he slipping my mind? The kid from Ohio State. It just seems that they would give up, um, trade him away for a refrigerator or something before they just give, <laughs> let him go for free. I don't know, man. Trades aren't super common, right? Like that was the big problem with Rodgers and why he wasn't able to really get out of Green Bay. He came with a hefty price tag uh, and you don't really get much 
in the trade market in uh, the NFL outside of picks. Now, the the uh, Tyreek Hill situation is a little bit different. Like, he's a blockbuster trade. But even in that scenario, the Dolphins kind of, quote-unquote, gave up the house, and all they lost were draft picks. Yeah, right? I'm not so even – I thought about it, like, for a while. Um, the Jets were offering a 35, a 38, and a 69 for Hill. And the Dolphins only gave up a 29, a 50, and a couple – a fourth, two-fourths, and a sixth. So I don't think they even gave up that much. Like, they just basically took him away from their rival for very cheap. Very cheap, right? Like Very cheap. Like, uh, they, they, they're not – they're fighting for their division, but they're only really fighting against the Bills. And that's a far stretch, but they got Hill extremely cheap. I, I Right. It, I, it's kind of crazy, man. And I understand the shelf life of NFL players is relatively short, but – uh, to see a proven number one like this, who granted is going to come with an expensive contract, so it has to be a team that has the cap space to do it. But they're not exactly mortgaging their future. They only gave up one first round pick, uh, and you know the the value return on these picks is hit or miss. There's a lot of variance there, and if you're the Dolphins who are looking to win now, that were relatively competitive last year, uh, this is a really big upgrade, especially when you have a young Tua behind center right so um the real next question that i have is when is the next time gonna be that we see the nfc win because all of the talent in the nfc jumped ship and went to the afc the mm -hmm. afc west is slammed right it is now. loaded i mean the bucks got brady back <laughs> yeah the bucks got brady back and the packers got rogers back but yeah. they're both effectively losing all their offensive weapons or right. losing a lot of them. right exactly yeah um and it's uh it's something where they'll obviously be two of the most competitive teams in the nfc uh i imagine the rams will still be returning the vast majority of their <laughs> squad so uh they'll they'll be the favorites coming out but yeah, there's a lot of shakeup taking place. Um, the Niners don't seem very secure at the quarterback spot. They're talking about moving Garoppolo. Well, they have uh, Trey Lance the, coming up. Yeah, but you know, second year player. Uh, there's always going to be a lot of variance there, and they're in the toughest division in football. Uh, though Seattle just obviously got significantly worse, losing Russell Wilson to the Broncos. Yeah, I was going to say. I think um, the uh, the AFC West is now the toughest. Division. Yeah, I was going to say, who do you even think yeah. is the favorite in the AFC West? Like, the AFC West? Is, is it? It's still the Chiefs. It's still the it's Chiefs? The, I mean, I guess it's still the Chiefs until, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it has to be the Chiefs. I mean, they just lost, just lost his number one weapon. The Raiders, and they have the Raiders no look defense. really good. Like, they have Mahomes, like, mm -hmm. and they just lost their number one offensive weapon, and they have a lackluster defense. So what, what are we saying? The defense came on. I can't, I mean, I can't, I can't see them that, being a favorite. Yeah. Man, that's because you're biased. This guy got a 10-year bet with me on who's going to win more playoff games, Joe Burrow or Patrick Mahomes. The sick part Somehow about it, I, I wasn't even thinking about that. It didn't even cross my mind. That's money Somehow in the bank, Somehow I have Mahomes at even money. Like, can you believe how badly I steal from this guy? It's, it's money in the bank, guys. Burrows. Who's worse at making bets, Conrad or Landon? Well, well this is definitely Landon. <laughs> Time out. Let's, this isn't even a question. <laughs> And it, it depends. It depends if you're, you're talking about Berkey like, right now. You know he's wrong, right? No, I what the you, you, know. you you think I know what the hell you guys are talking about? <laughs> All I know is there's something that I mean, involves guys fondling balls in tight pants, and you guys love. I mean, to talk talking about, about what you what that you should know. have you interested. First of all, that's what had you interested. Uh, <laughs> second of all, listen, <laughs> uh, my, my my phallic Sorry. aggressive side cannot tolerate this. Okay, you are phallic uh, aggressive. Someone's Secondly, on the couch. Someone's on that couch. It, it's Eric. Uh, it depends <laughs> on how you measure who's bad. Or, or like when you're talking about who's worse at banking bets, it depends on how you measure it. Because Landon's are for much higher stake. But Conrad has way lower return. Like he makes bets that he's nearly drawing dead in. Landon's what are you talking about? Yeah. You just lost your number one weapon on your team. As the Bengals have done nothing but get stronger. Anyway, I, the Chargers I hate, are the best I hate, team in that division. I hate to say, you know, being a Yinzer and a huge Steeler fan, I hate to say how, how good the Bengals are and are probably going to be for a while. Yeah, it's not even yeah. a question. You want to talk about bias? I, I mean, I get it. Patrick Mahomes no, is Patrick Mahomes. He's, he's, you know, one, maybe he might be end up being he's, one of the best 
quarterbacks of all time, but you know he's the best football player in all of the NFL right now. There's right. absolutely no yeah, but but you know yeah, I mean I mean gonna, I think there's a lot more pieces in place for for the Bengals. So we'll see. I'm see going happens. with the Chargers winning that division. Hundred. I mean the Bengals might just be the Bungles. And they just bungle it all okay. up for would you, you. Would you like to double down on Conrad's bet? Because I'm taking offers. No, I would never do that. No matter how much <laughs> I thought Conrad was right. Not saying I do, but I just, just I could never do that. I don't want to put myself in Is a position a where I'm rooting for the Bengals. Bet? I just want to talk shit for, to you every year for 10 years. It's going to be nice and easy. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, uh, just like the Le'Veon Bell. So when Le'Veon Bell got traded to the Jets, that's Conrad's squad. All right, God. This was, <laughs> this was a bet that I did with my heart. What do you want me to tell you? I, I go, I immediately was just like, he's going to miss that Steelers offensive line desperately. Conrad goes, he's going to go for 1,500 and all 10 right. touchdowns. I go, all right, man. I'll, I'll book under 1,500 scrimmage yards all day long. And he snapped it up. And Le'Veon was a stone bust. Conrad's a momentum better. I mean, we just, you know, the, the, we were talking about my, I can't bet it with things that I have to do with my heart. It was I'll too say close that to my the heart. The chat is in your side, on, on Conrad's side. They're yeah, like, he's yeah. Conrad, 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 Conrad. No, I'm aware of The chat loves the Conrad side. Like you got a, a lot of well, action, uh, Berkey. Well, I, I am, I'm taking all comers, man. The fact that I get this at, at face value or uh, even money. This is a 10 You year are a dog. Year. This is a 10 year bet. <laughs> Yeah, yes, a 10, ten year bet. bet. Ten year bet. Wow. It's just, bet. It's just so I can talk shit every yeah. year because I know I'm right. Yeah, so it's yeah. just like, oh yeah. By then this podcast we call only parents. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who's having kids? Talk about fucking ten years? Where is apparently not me? I'm not allowed to have kids, so I don't know which one of you is. Yo, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Imagine being paid out when I'm fifty by Conrad. <laughs> Wait, didn't one of you guys like, post something about that in our chat today? What? Men having babies. Men having babies? Oh, no. <laughs> Dude, I muted that not, thing not that I a know long of. time ago. Not that I know of. All right, I want to I judge uh, some of these moves that the NFL made, but I want Melissa to be the one to uh, I'm a weigh sharp in based as, on aesthetics. As, yeah, yeah the, the sharp voice, really. So we made a graph. Uh, we made two, actually with 12 of the biggest moves, and we're going to have Melissa rank them one through six, just based on whether she'd smash or pass, basically. <laughs> well, I'll rank them based on how they look they are able to perform. Well, I don't know if I can rank, like, but I'll just give you my opinion on each one. And yeah, you can make fine. your bets based on that, because I'm pretty sharp. I'm a zero for, like, ten on sports bets in my life. Zero for ten? So I'm, I'm due, which is yeah, what that means. Yeah, due theory do here we go all right so here's the quarterbacks who who got the best of this in the uh in the quarterback venture in your opinion melissa um, one through six hmm yeah not definitely not number four that guy's too old he looks like he's gonna have a cardiac event on the field <laughs> next game he's on only parents that's all that guy's only grandpas that guy's oh, old as shit too old. Uh, he's definitely ranked last for me. Don't bet on that guy. Um, <laughs> I would say number five is looking pretty friendly. I like his suit, and I think he looks strong. So probably he will be number one. And so far, you're spot on. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> I like. Number one looks like he is probably like has a pretty big ego about stuff, but hasn't proved himself yet. So I'm gonna put him at second to last. I fucking wow, love like, you. Right. Honestly, honestly, honestly when you put that, how accurate that. Is. Wait, let's no, go. I love I'm good you. No, when you put that graphic up for a split second, I was like, wait, who's number one? Yeah. <laughs> Did you know his zodiac sign or something? I I could probably guess. Uh. <laughs> Okay. All right, what else? Let's, Let's go. Let's see. She's, she's I need got the graphic. It. She's got the All right. Um, I'm going to put number three at third to last. I'm just not sure about his neck. It's just a little long. <laughs> and his head looks way okay, too small so for it. Three is three. Yeah. So, so, so right now we have one is five, four yeah. is six, five is one, three is three. I'll, yeah, I'll go through them one to six at the end. Um, okay. And then I'm going to do number two as number two. He just looks okay. like he's got some determination, but he looks a little bit small. 
so, unfortunately, his even a little bit, perhaps yeah. even a little bit rapey. Uh, rapey? Oh, he's definitely determined. Bit. Yeah, in a bad way. Yeah, a little so my too reads determined. Right on that, but I don't know. Yeah, ugh. but that doesn't really like he could still be good at football and be a rapist. Was it rapey yeah. or domestic violence? Either way, it's okay. not great. I, yeah. So then we're gonna put number six. You got um clean cut. Big beard leprechaun Conor McGregor type <laughs> at uh, number three. So we have five is number one. Very jolly. Would definitely trust him with my children. Number two, determined, small, Napoleon complex. Number three, leprechaun man. He looks big. Um, he's fine. Whatever. Yellow suit's not a great choice. And then we have long neck, uh, small head man. For number four, we've got Big Ego, has improved himself to number five, and then we got Old Shit for number six. <laughs> I got to tell you, uh, oh. this is this is pretty good. So for, yeah. for those watching at home that are a little more in the know, she basically picked Russell Wilson to be the number one out of the group, and that's probably pretty accurate. She picked Deshaun Watson to be number two, also, again, probably pretty accurate. The only misstep here is Carson Wentz at number three. Uh, he is so far proven to be the mostly a bust. But to be fair, the the rest of this group is quite unimpressive. So once you get out of the top two, uh, I don't really think you could be too far off. So you go Wentz three, which probably he was, he, he was he was decent, right, last year for is, uh, Colts? is Wentz yeah. the he leprechaun? Also, no, yeah. he was very bad. You got to refer them by Every, my names. Is Wentz leprechaun? Uh, yes, Wentz okay. is Leprechaun. I mean, they ran through Jonathan he, Taylor. That's true, yeah, but, yeah. When you have Jonathan Taylor, yeah, also, like, that helps a lot. He, he couldn't beat yeah. the Jags yeah. to get into the playoffs when it counted the most. Like, they got oh, routed. That was amazing. Thank uh, you for that. <clears throat> number four, you picked Mariota, which is pretty good. He was a he was a spot-on starter for the Titans for a long time and then played backup last year, so it's a little undetermined what he has left in the tank. Number five, you have our man Trubisky, which is pretty good. Nobody knows what the fuck we're getting. Oh, with that's him. Mr. Biscuit. Uh, yeah. That's yep. That's Mr. Biscuit. Oh, yeah, it's Mr. Biscuit. Yeah, you got it. He got to prove himself. You can tell he's like a little too big for his britches. <laughs> You're 100 percent right. He came out as the number one pick. Uh, he had a Pro Bowl season with the with the Bears, and then has just been a fundamental flop since. Yeah. Like you're you're really spot on with. Uh, it was scary how spot on you were with him. To be honest. I got good <laughs> reads. Uh, I could see it in his face. Matt Ryan, yeah, and then obviously Matt Ryan is just decrepit in in a wheelchair and probably not going to make it through the season. To be quite honest, damn, wow, that was hey hey, let's good job, Melissa. That's right. I, what it's do a, I need to pay attention to? I can just look at their faces and tell you. I think what I might have you draft all my fantasy drafts this year. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, just gonna give just give pictures. you my credentials for. I don't my even Yahoo need to know and... their signs. I can just look at their faces yeah. and let you know. They have it in their eyes. Wait, but what's number one's deal? Is he trustworthy or, or am I making a he mistake? He married uh, uh, Russell Wilson. Yeah. He's, oh, yeah. He's married yeah. to Sierra. Yeah, he's married yeah. to Sierra. Okay. He took yeah. baby. Wow. All around nice dad, guy. Everybody dad. loves him. Love he's a dad. Yeah, great dude. Great. Everyone loves okay, him. You know, everybody so. does not love Russell Wilson. He's thought to be like one of the fakest, but yeah, really? he's very talented. I never he has heard a good, that. He has a clothing line called The Good Man. What is it, Berkey? Good Man? I don't know. Honestly, he reminds me of like Alex Rodriguez. Oh uh, wow! Wow! Like A Rod's alter. A he reminds me of A Rod's uh, public persona. Let's put it that way. Wow! My mom loved A Rod. She thought he was so hot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, A Rod's good talent. Let's uh, let's take a look at the wide receivers and defensive players that got traded just to to round this out a little bit. This one might be a little bit tougher. You know, we got no. we got some characters in the group. I got this. How are you ranking these six? So num- number three is number one. I love this guy. I trust him. I don't know what his deal is or if he's good, but he's I the f- best. feel he's like... He's the only NFL defensive player to sign two $100 million contracts. Okay, so I love him. I love his vibe. His face looks friendly. Definitely trust him and would invite <laughs> him over. Not to do anything Another sexual, but he would be a good Another friend, friend, I think. <laughs> sure. Um, It'd be an only friend if you would. Yeah, only a friend. I think we're going to do... Man. So I'm going to go with number six as number two. 
Um, he just seems like he seems like a pretty good guy. But I don't know. Yeah. I'm a little iffy on that one. I'm, I don't feel 100% okay. about it. You're not locked in, you know. We, not we locked can, in. We'll wait for you to run them my down. My first vibe of him. I, I think number four also is giving me a similar vibe that he's got so, he's got a bit of ego on him, but it might be a little bit more warranted than the last egotistical man. So we'll put him at number three. I'm going to put number one. Actually, no, no, no. We're going to do number one as number two because look at that grill, man. He's got it. <laughs> Whatever it is, he's got it. So we're going to switch. Right. So it's going to be number three, then number one, then number six, then number... Actually, number six and number four are giving me bad vibes now. I agree. I actually don't like them, so never mind on those. <laughs> um, so it's number three and number one. And then I think number five. He looks like serious about his work okay. and craft. Okay. So that's, that's good. Number two's a player. Don't trust him with your ladies. He's a fuckboy, but he might be good at football. So we'll do number four for him. And then I'm going to go number six, then number, then number four. Okay. All right. So for those keeping score at home, she went Von Miller, the only for sure first ballot Hall of Famer on this list. Let's go. Then Absolutely. she went Tyreek Hill, who is arguably the best wide receiver in the game. If not Tyreek Hill, Devonta Adams is certainly right up there as one of the best wide receivers in the game. So she went him three. Then she went Juju four because he's a fuckboy. Yeah. Uh, he has a TikTok. Maybe that's, Is maybe he that's a, fuck a little boy? bit more appealing. Fuckboy vibes. Look at that. No, no. He's, I don't think so. I think he's just a young, exuberant. Okay, so uh, he is a fuckboy. Young, boy. exuberant. Not for that's nothing. He, has, he has the biggest upside going to the, like, the Chiefs. So I actually agree with your um, rundown so far. Oh. <laughs> he, does, he does have massive upside. He's moving into a number one slot with... Uh, as I said, the best quarterback in the NFL. So what? we'll see how his two years came out. Yeah. He went to Aaron Rodgers? He went to play with Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. yeah Aaron Rodgers is back. not the best quarterback in Wait, the NFL. Wait, did Brady come back? Uh, oh, yeah, he is. Oh, Brady is back. also not what? the best Damn quarterback. Oh, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes is still in the league. Who's yeah. that old-ass guy, go? though? <laughs> Who's that old guy? He really plays? That's... Yeah, he's he's not gonna make it this year though. NGMI might not sure. make it. Like he might make it to the hospital, <laughs> to the cardiac arrest or something. So Melissa is uh, NFL analyst. She's gonna. Yeah. I think she did. I think she did really well. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, I, I think as far as like analyzing these signs, I got the white uh, magic. Yeah, I, she I, has I, the white I'm magic. Incredibly impressed. To be fair, on the second graph, I don't think you could have really messed it up because they're all rather talented. But the fact that you put like Amari Cooper towards the end. Those uh, corner guys were giving had... me bad vibes. Those corner, yeah, bottom corner yeah, guys. No, he, was, uh, he, was, he was a problem uh, back in the like Raiders it. organization. Then he kind of got corrected a little bit in Dallas, but he didn't, get, he didn't get the ball distribution that he wanted. Here we are. Um, so what's the secret I'm... conversation that you wanted to talk to us about? The what? The secret conversation you wanted to talk to us about. There's no secret. What secret? What are you talking about? Like, oh, it was a conversation with Eric last night. Oh, yeah. Deep. No, it was today, and it wasn't secret. Is um, that why he's dead on your couch? Yeah, that's why he's dead. But can yeah, I, play this, I think um, it's, it's... Can I play this Hummuth clip that just came out like eight minutes ago? Yeah. It's breaking news? Yeah. Breaking news. This just <laughs> in. Phil Hellmuth. Hold on. Punts oh, off the snap all in the snap call in. Here we go. Seems to find a way to get there. Let's see. Fuck, Let's cut to the action and see who he uh, berates along the way. And you're trapped for three fucking days. You hit your kicker a million times. Wow. What is it? The fuck, Jack Nine. Oof. How much you got? Uh, seven sixty. What the fuck? All day yesterday, I had you trapped. Fucking hit his kicker, hit his kicker, hit his kicker. Come on. <coughs> Doesn't I'm seem in. fair. Still one card to come. 
of that guy. He's not an ace. Doesn't seem fucking fair to me. Oh my god in heaven. <laughs> fucking guy raised. Come on. Every fucking hand and just fucking flop the top two. <laughs> and I'm so conservative, I wait for the four of diamonds to hit. I sense Did he say nice fucking hand. nerds? <laughs> or some shit. I think Come he on. said nerve. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's just trying to hold it in. Okay, yeah, his, pretty, his reaction funny, is good. <laughs> fucking cooler me. Give me your money drawn dead and then cooler me to get it back. Pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on. What the fuck? In that moment, I mean, that, Foxen should have said "white magic, baby." <laughs> the only so response awesome, there. It's so awesome, though. Like, it's so awesome to watch. Yeah. I just like, don't I understand think, how someone can play so long and still have like the same reactions as him. Maybe that's the secret. I think though. I've come to the conclusion: in ten Ks, it's okay. Like ten Ks and above, it's okay to do it. Why? Because everybody's What's the a season pro. Yeah, but like, what's the difference? You're getting berated while you drag a pot. So it's just like, this is a very small yeah. tax to pay. And it's honestly hilarious. I, I would, I, I would, listen, I know when we play poker out loud, the thing that like annoys everyone the most is how long these hands take. But if Phil Homie put the headphones on and just went on a straight 10 minute tirade, <laughs> I'm just like this fucking idiot chin fucking fucking guy like that I would, would be me would, if you guys put me on there i will do that like i will be like this these fucking guys are so fucking stupid <laughs> doing they're talking for five minutes talking about micro blading or whatever the hell i don't give a shit i'm gonna format this <laughs> that's literally exactly what kelly macon did <laughs> micro micro blade uh, this bitch <laughs> For for those of you who have seen previous seasons, Kelly Maker was on season two, and literally her the 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 breadth of her analysis was, I don't know what the fuck these guys are doing. I have an ace. I'm three betting. Blast. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, how many did it again? But he's at the final table every day. I know he like, is getting an FT every day. Like, and he is berating him. I mean, I'm going to try it. <laughs> it's, it might have something to it. He's Moaning also, like, not scared. Like, Foxen is, like, 6'4", almost 300 pounds. Yeah. Like, doesn't believe in vaccines. Like, this guy don't fuck, <laughs> bro, he don't fuck around, bro. You're unvaccinated like, rage. Like, he'll, he'll choke you. <laughs> he might. Oh, vaccine. man. Right. Uh, that was that was sheer and utter entertainment. We're keeping it loose. It's Friday like that. Um, I think it's time for the meats. If Brian's ready, I saw that he vacated his chair. Are we, I are am we ready. ready to eat some barbecue. The, the meats are meats are cut. Wait, what happened to this? What happened to your discussion, Brian? Yeah, what's so your conversation with Eric that made yeah, you kill like him on the couch behind? Can we get you? Eric on the pod? Let, Eric will you here. let me run the show? <laughs> Just yeah. let's eat some fucking meats. Yeah. Get Eric oh, let's on get the there. Feet. Oh, where's, where's Eric at? Where's Eric? Where's the where's Eric? Sleeping Don't on the couch. That was the real Berkey. Where? In the grill master. I mean, they're the thickest burgers that smell the most delicious that I've ever seen. So, here's the thing. I don't know what the hell is with salt free chicken seasoning. Salt the shit out of it. <laughs> Catch with Scout and Gatsby coming and taking putting both balls in his mouth. It was fucking glorious. 
you had all three of them in his mouth earlier in the pool. You never got it. The best. Oh man, this little guy. This is uh, this is your job in the entourage, huh? Yeah, I mean, you know, turtle dry hummer. I cook. <laughs> I mean, I am all that is man. Gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, our grill master himself, turtle drives hummers. Yep. He cooks meat. I cook meat. Brian Lamanna, everybody. Let's hey. let's hear it for him. Let's Thank give the guy a little Thank bit of love. Much. Thank you very much. Bring hey. some barbecue into the place. The people got to eat. The people really. got to eat. I'm excited. The people got to eat. Um, yeah. well, we've waited long enough, so everybody uh, go ahead and dig in. And um, What are we looking at here, LaManna? So, tell, tell us a little what you've prepared. Well, we got, we got ribs. I did them three different ways, which I was going to like try to do a little taste test and see which one you guys like the best, but hey, it's, that's too complicated. Just eat and enjoy. Show it to but the camera. Essentially show, what I show did. Show us the plate. Let's see, can I, how about that? Yeah, yeah they're I mean, I, <laughs> I think Michelle would mind if I come over for dinner. <laughs> you think Michelle would mind if I come over for dinner six days a week? Dude, you can come over anytime you want. So uh, I got these, these ribs at uh, Burke. You're very familiar with this place, the Butcher Block. One of the best butcher shops in Vegas. Uh, they have a couple locations. The Yinzer spot. Yeah, yeah. Owned, owned by Yinzer. Shout out to Ron. Um, yeah. Of course you know. Of course I know. You got to know your butcher's name, man. <laughs> That's rule number one. <laughs> uh, but no, they got, they, got, they got really good meats. Um, they got good steaks and the steak burgers, Burke. I think you've had plenty of steak burger in your day from that place big fan of the steak burgers so for anybody who doesn't know how those are created what they do is they take the fat or the trimmings of ribeye and they grind it up with uh ground beef and mix it together so you know usually when you get a burger it's like 85 percent lean uh 15 fat sometimes you can get like 90 10 or even like 97 3 whatever we don't want that we want the 50 50 mix mm -hmm. where it's just dripping with fat you set the grill on fire like like you see in that clip like you see in the clip to my defense in that clip I, I think that was your grill that you guys cleaned maybe zero times um which you know can cause a flare-up but um when it comes to these ribs yep honestly if you're gonna do barbecue like start with ribs because it's literally the easiest thing to do right all i did wow. was I seasoned them up. So I did three different seasonings. I did, um, uh, so I like the um, Killer Hogs, um, their, their rub, their, their AP rub and their barbecue rub. Um, I did that on one. And then the other one was um, Meat Church, which is a great uh, YouTube channel. Meat Church, um, their uh, Honey Hog rub was on the second one. And then the third one, I kept it nice and simple, or I just did salt and pepper. Um, that's for me that's, yeah that's yeah so just salt and pepper i did there is a little bit of barbecue sauce on it because um so what i did was season them up get the pit up to about 250 roughly give or take um you know a few degrees put them right let them after you after you season them let them let them sit for like 20 minutes let it adhere and then uh what i did was you put them on the grill or on 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 your uh barbecue pit for um, three hours roughly, um, and every hour you, you just check on it. You maybe uh, give it a little spritz with apple cider vinegar uh, if it's looking a little dry, and then after three hours, you wrap them in foil like you see there, and I put a little uh, barbecue sauce at the bottom mixed with apple cider vinegar, and it just um, you know close them up, put them back on for an hour. That's what really tenderizes them, and then uh, and then. I didn't do the last step because I uh, had to bring them here. But the last step, if you if you like them a little saucy, you can then you can just um, you know put barbecue sauce on them, put them back on the on the grill for 20 minutes until they glaze up, and then enjoy. Whoa, 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 whoa! Man, you went right through. There's more downstairs. There's more downstairs. Conrad's going for seconds. Uh, what, what's what's in the AP rub? 
the AP rub is essentially just salt, pepper, and garlic. I think yeah, there might be a little a little MSG in there. That's what makes yeah, it taste good. That actually got proven not to be bad. I I, I know, um, right? It's, it's right, yeah. Whatever. Um, uh, what what's in the uh, secondary rub that you used? Secondary rub, I'm not exactly sure, but it's it's mainly um, it's mainly there's there's a little bit of sugar, there's a little bit of uh, paprika. Um, I don't know the exact breakdown. Salt, probably a little salt, pepper. You know the uh, all the the usual suspects. Okay, these rubs don't sound all that bad to me. I could get behind. They're really things. not. And you know, honestly, like, what do you have against like rubs? Burke? If you really wanted to get like super healthy with them, I'm sure you could find plenty of rubs that are all you know like no junk in them, super organic. Slather yeah. it in ketchup. Yeah. It, it's the barbecue mm -hmm. sauce that I'm not a fan. I don't like wet meat. I like my meat to be dry. You like um, a good dry rub? Yeah, they sound like chicken dust. You know, mm -hmm. like wing dust. Yeah, for sure. They're not beige enough for him, though. Can you make them beige? But he puts ketchup on the burger. Yeah, <laughs> but well, yeah, you said you put ketchup on a burger, so that's a little bit wet yeah. meat. What about ketchup Listen. ribs? Ketchup no. with ribs, I would, um, I would not. If someone put <laughs> ketchup on my ribs, I'd feel very offended. <laughs> I mean, these don't yeah, even have. Bar quiet, I brought right? barbecue sauce, but I didn't put them on because they don't need them. Yeah. Wow, these are so yeah. good. Tender. Yeah. What, what do you what do you what do you think, Chin? You've eaten some uh, some pretty good barbecue when we were out in Texas. How does this compare? I mean, it's not Texas, but wow, it's pretty good. Thanks, uh, man. It's good. It's definitely better. I'm the most qualified here because I'm the fattest one. <laughs> this is definitely better than what I ate at Terry's Blacks. No. Really? No, Terry Blacks is fire. That's uh, better. That's a that's. A I mean, that's a high compliment. That's mm -hmm. high. I high had compliment. the brisket at Terry Blacks. It was very good. Mm -hmm. what uh what do you got in store for us moving forward i'm expecting meat every friday oh every man friday. um well i definitely want to do a brisket right because brisket's the staple of barbecue but i wanted to do it when you were in town burke i couldn't I leave you hanging so i figured yeah. ribs are probably one of the least things likely things for you to eat um you're such a considerate friend i you know know the kid that long he employs me. That's, that's, I want to stay employed. That's why he's a staple on the Only Friends podcast. You know, <laughs> that's Everybody right. Else is, um, yeah. So definitely gonna, right now. Yeah, definitely gonna do brisket. Um, I want to do uh, these um, spicy barbecue chicken sliders that um, I think you would enjoy. They're not. They're not going to be too too spicy. I don't know how you are with spice, but they're not too spicy. But essentially, it's 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 you know, uh, it, baked chicken. Well, not baked, but you know, barbecued chicken, pulled, pulled, pulled chicken. So I think you would enjoy that. Throw them on a slider with um, this white barbecue sauce. It's really, really good. And um, I don't know, pork belly burn ends. Mm -hmm. Michelle said I should definitely do the Texas Twinkies. Don't worry. What are there's those? plenty of Fridays. In the yeah, we got, we got, we, we got can, a lot we of things coming. Wednesdays too. <laughs> Two days a week? What, oh, what's, what's a Texas Twinkie? A Texas Twinkie, it's essentially a uh, jalapeno popper. Sounds like a five-foot-tall blonde girl who weighs like 90 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> no, a Texas Twinkie is a, um, it's a jalapeno popper. You get, um, you, you get cream cheese, you smoke the cream cheese, and then you uh, stuff the pepper with it, and then you wrap the pepper in bacon and put that on the, put that on the smoker. It's, uh, it's very tasty. I think we need a cook-off between you and Darren Elias. Darren Lass is a is a he barbecue or he's yeah. just everything. Oh, barbecue. He does barbecue. He says he's nah, better well, than you. Yeah, well, he says we'll definitely have he's trying to start some beef. <laughs> Dude, he says he's better than you. I don't barbecue know. beef. I'm always up for a barbecue competition because that means you get to eat more barbecue. I'll be a joke. That's true. Yeah. If you guys have any suggestions for what types of meats you would like to see Lamana bring on set for us to mm -hmm. consume, please leave a comment below. Don't forget to smash that like button, hit the subscribe. We appreciate all the support. Absolutely. That's uh that's that's really all we had in store for you guys today. Today's what a light is, episode. What? What is the conversation? It just doesn't Eric. fit. It doesn't it doesn't fit the tone of the show. It's not that important. You know, not, there's always not, a next I, there's I always another day. The final call. He's teasing. Yeah. 
I gotta get I'm to the, the Dua Lipa concert anyway, so I gotta get out of here. <laughs> Brian's eating barbecue, going to the I'm, Dua Lipa yeah, concert. Yeah, living my best life. Yeah. You're going to a concert? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. You're going to Dua Lipa? Yeah, I got Michelle tickets for Christmas. Oh, how, how good He had it playing in the car, and he said, I have to learn the songs for the I concert. I know all the singles, but I, don't, I didn't know the, <laughs> the, you know, the, the, B, the B tracks, side tracks. Mm. If you oh. get the chance, maybe tell her I said what's up. Do it? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll make sure to tell Dua you said what up. I'm just, you know, hey, shoot or shoot, you know? Hey, you guys, shoot your shot, man. Oh, that, and then... I can't believe we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that phrase, it's mine now. That's what he said. Uh, that, uh, don't yuck his yum. Yeah, you're gonna use that one. Don't too? yuck your yum. That was a good no, one. No, we're, we're we're gonna get we're gonna get t-shirts made of yeah, don't, say, yuck, don't yeah. yuck my don't, yeah. yum. I want to yuck his yum. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that's that's a nice phrase. I like that one, coined by Melissa on. Oh, I took that podcast. from the Zoomers on TikTok. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, if you guys haven't already, check out Instagram or Twitter. We've put up this week's Poker Out Loud Hand of the Week. Uh, the spot is Chris Convalinka in a three-way pot post-flop where he defended the big blind. He faces a 60% C-bet from Nate, a call by me in the cutoff, and he finds himself with a squeeze here on ace, eight, nine, two hearts. Guess what his hand is correctly in the thread, and you will have a chance to win $30 off the Solve for Why merch store. Uh, you can... Make your guesses either on the Twitter thread posted on Solve for Y or at Solve for Y TV or the Instagram post. Uh, I believe we're just at Solve for Y on IG. Be sure to compete. We do this every week. Uh, we're basically just giving it away, you know, for uh, you guys to come out and get it. Maybe maybe we'll get uh, Don't Yuck His Yum t-shirts up there for you to, to save $30 on moving forward. Um, that's it from our side of things. As always, don't forget that we have the Poker Out Loud Academy at the end of the uh, at the end of April. We have one seat left from the 27th to the 30th. Uh, we'll be opening a second set of nine from the 26th to the 29th. Uh, as always, it's going to be a four day academy, uh, or I should say, newly to this one, it's going to be a four day academy. Day one and day three will be all theory and strategy construction. Day two and day four will be Eight hours of Poker Out Loud play for everyone involved. Uh, you guys will have a template in front of you, so don't be too nervous about the fact that it's difficult to speak your thoughts out in real time. We're going to help you guys get through that and hopefully have some objective video content for you to watch thereafter that basically illuminates the areas that you're weak, the areas that you're strong, and as well as how your opposition is thinking about the game in real time. So if you're interested in that, head to academy.solveforwide.io and by all means, sign up. Uh, I'm still in Pittsburgh until Sunday for the BetMGM Poker Mania series. Tonight is a PLO event. I don't know how the fuck to play PLO, especially not nine-handed tournament style. So that should be a good time. I plan to fire off. Uh, I'll be in the cash streets as well. If you're in PA, come join me. Uh, we're giving away $55 face tickets to anybody who plays cash with me. Tomorrow is the uh, 1K heads up. Capped at 32 people. There's still plenty of seats available. They're adding $10,000 to first place. So a lot of additional value on top of there being an overlay. Uh, and then Sunday, there's a 75K guarantee, 525, as well as a 100K guarantee, 1K event. Uh, those are certain to be very juicy as they do have a threat to overlay. So by all means, if you're in Pennsylvania, be sure to register for these events and come join me uh, on stream tonight at 8.30 p.m. Uh, and then tomorrow at tomorrow and Sunday at 4 p.m. That's Easter a wrap time. for week two of the Only Friends podcast. I appreciate you guys all for supporting us. You know, sometimes we have these shorter, loose kind of Friday episodes. I appreciate all the true fans, the Alpha Rex that are out there in the chat that always show up whenever we're putting anything out on the internet. Uh, we'll be back on Monday. I'll be back in the studio taking my seat back where it belongs, getting the good camera off of Melissa as I deserve. Oh, absolutely bullshit. <laughs> Over my dead body. <laughs> <laughs> you want to fight for it's it? It's all right. It's all right. 
Uh, don't worry, we have we have an option. This this camera that Conrad has is uh, pretty good. I just need to figure out the focus, obviously. That's the one you're gonna go. Good, you can use that one. Yeah. Relax, okay. <laughs> uh, I need all the help I can get here. You're doing just fine. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We'll be back on Monday with an action-packed show. Until then, we'll see you later. Peace. I feel later. like we're losing our vegetarian audience. <laughs>